0: Log Talk Radio The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron. A podcast featuring Elvira Love and Deborah Voice, two out of the broom closet professional witches with over 70 years combined experience of making magic. This is a show on the LMC Radio Network. During each episode, Elvira and Deb will help you create rituals, cast spells, make potions, and much more besides. They'll spend time speaking about different goddesses from all over the world, paying attention to the ancient reverence of long-ago cultures and infusing it with a modern perspective. Elvira, Deb, take it away.
1: Well, 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 here we are. Hello, everyone. Hi, Deb. Hello. Yeah. So you know, as always, the witch, the priestess, and the cauldron. We're keeping our month of experiencing and looking at inner transformation. And obviously, tonight we will be talking about developing uh, and deepening the psychic and intuitive abilities. So um, you know, we will. Get on to that, but normally we kind of share what's happened in our week between the last show and here. And quite frankly, the weather has been absolutely off the charts with you know us here in in the South. And I have to say that I'm kind of like every time I say that my brain glitches because I've lived so long in the West
2: (laughs) that to Mm -hmm. say I'm
1: in the South, it's like what 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 what, but um. Yeah, we we haven't had the cold 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 that we did, you know, in the earlier part of February and and also I'm really happy about that. We've had clouds and, you know, rain and uh, you know, little bits and pieces. I was just mentioning that they were telling us that we were going to get some intense, severe, as they say, um thunderstorms and I decided because my dogs do not like this they have these little doggy calms that you can give them and so i gave them one at night before we went to bed hoping that it would get us through a goodly part of it and as it turned out um it kind of shifted north of us so we heard i heard about the the thunder and the lightning like you know you had a lightning strike eight miles away well That's okay. It's eight miles away. So that was a a blessing for, you know, both the dogs and me. But it's been very active. I've had um, a lot of time with my granddaughter and my family. There have been a lot of days where I've been participating with bringing my granddaughter here and then, you know, making sure, you know. It's amazing how much they eat when they're young. I mean, oh. I'm amazed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, yes. Uh, yes. I actually had to go out <laughs> and grocery shop today before I could do, you know, I wanted to do it before the show because I will be having her, mm-hmm. you know, again. And I'm, like, going, she ate. I mean, it was pretty bare looking <laughs> at my cupboards there. <laughs> so that was a, uh-huh. a experience. And um, that was fun, oh, Interesting, yeah, they're, they're definitely a you know, she's eight, and she, you can see them eat, and then you can see them kind of pop up. I mean, I can actually see her, like, visually change from the day I see her to the next day where she's grown. It's just amazing. Yeah, but, yeah. Ah. Isn't that, I mean, you've got grandchildren, and <laughs> you know, of different ages, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is, you know, totally amazing. And, you know the other yeah. part of it is is just I've kind of doing this topic has kind of shifted some of my focus and I'll get into it when we start talking about it. But it was <laughs> it's one of those things where when we've done these shows and the topics each month, each week, there's something that always kind of <laughs> moves through my life, and I know that you know Deb in her sharing will probably have things to say but it's very personal it isn't just a topic to talk about so it's fun and it it kind of sometimes shocks me
0: <laughs> so.
1: <laughs> but
2: yeah, um absolutely. how was your your week um my week has been i would say for the most part like um just starting out this week um well Starting out on Sunday, I was on a Lucky Mojo show. Um, talking mm-hmm. with Kat and Conjure Man about healing spirits and, and that was a lot of fun. I, I really, really enjoyed that show. Um
0: mm-hmm.
2: I've um recently been trying to do, you know, more hours on Hulu Psychics, so I should be on there uh, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow afternoon. And um mm-hmm. It's like this week, it started out um, really calm and, and more balanced sort of a week going on, um, mm-hmm. which uh, I thought was feeling very much like a correlated to the recent fix of energy feeling, healing, healing spirits, and lucky mojo and psychic development tonight. Um, but I'll tell you, oh, also I should mention, I'm looking forward to this coming Monday. I'll be on Reverend art show. Um, barring any um AT and T or other um weirdness <laughs> going on. But um I should be on there um Monday talking about with him about mediumship. Um mm-hmm. and so I just you know, most of this week was very uh, very calm, balanced, wonderful and then dun 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 my my mm-hmm. dog Loki <laughs> Um, she um she's about eighty pounds. She's a good sized girl. Anyway, she has been sick most of the week, and I have woken up a couple of mornings with um a big mess, <laughs> and so mm. that has not been fun. Um, and it's it's you know I was kind of like more worried about her because she she doesn't this doesn't usually happen with her, but anyway mm-hmm. I found out. <clears throat> that you can give um, that um, um, there's a certain medicine that people take that you can give to dogs and I always urge everyone to be really careful because there's some people medicine can't give to dogs but I found mm-hmm. out that you can give I think it's a modi modi maybe yes mm-hmm. yes and I, I gave that to her and so she seems like she's uh, feeling better now but she mm-hmm. was I felt so bad for her because oh, dogs have such personalities it's like she was just like hanging her head in shame you know and just like mm-hmm. feeling bad about it but I knew she was not feeling so good and stuff and I felt really bad for her so I was kind of glad that that's better and kind of uh more to balance mm-hmm. because I really you know mm-hmm. I feel like lately you know especially this month we've been talking about some of my most favorite topics, you know, and I, so, you know, Mm -hmm. that, you know, with all that having to do with inner transformation and intuition and spirit and all that um, are Mm -hmm. some of those topics that are near and dear to my heart.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes, I understand. Well, then let's just dive in because I know this is a lot of fun and and you and I kind of (laughs) hung out and talked about it for a while before, you know, we do a show. We always connect and kind of yeah. check out what, you know, where we're going with it. But um, we'll start oh, I with love our talk. Kind of, <laughs> I know. They're always so much fun because we start out in one area and we wind up in a, a completely different, you know, area altogether. And then we kind of circle back. Um, intuition. Intuition Technically, you know, when they describe what it is in a, you know, Webster-like dictionary, it's the ability to understand something immediately without need for conscious reasoning. And so it basically is the ability to use, you're, you're using power or faculty of gaining a direct knowledge or cognition without rational thought or interference so you're kind of going past you know the logic the you know the ego that area because intuition Mm -hmm. is from the gut and it you know we say we have a gut feeling and that really is a a visceral way to describe it and um, some people actually do feel it in their body, you know, sometimes in the gut, sometimes, you know, there's a certain feeling, you know, in your chest or, you know, there's a body feel to it. And um, obviously, you know, on the other side, psychic abilities or psychism is uh, used to describe strong mental powers and abilities, the ability to predict or see the future, to know what other people are thinking uh, receiving messages uh, from, you know, some other um, physical, other physical level, a non physical level. Uh, you basically, it's developing, when you develop those abilities, it's your sixth sense. It goes beyond the five senses and it becomes this other, you know, extrasensory perception. And it will, come out in different ways it will show itself each person has you know just like we have different ways of learning and different ways of you know describing things that are personal to our way who we are what we think and feel and all the same thing is true with psychic abilities i think that in itself is more personalized than you know say intuition is a, a, I don't want to say general, but it's a bigger part of the whole. And then psychic abilities is more personalized to the individual spirit, soul. And, you know, we call them gifts, you know, you know the gift to, you know, do tarot or to see, you know, spirits or see people's auras mm-hmm. or whatever as opposed to, you know, intuition is more that the sense of what you need to do and sometimes it'll open the door and then you can kind of move forward into something that has no logical way to put the steps you're doing into place. So that's pretty much what I would say a definition of it is. Um what do you what do you see as a definition or a, a way to describe
2: these two abilities um yeah i because of doing the show I, I really kind of gave it some thought <laughs> before we um <laughs> uh, go into it tonight so i you know i I was wondering because those terms are so uh loosely used and they're you know, so I just started, like, asking myself, what is being intuitive or psychic, and are they the same? And so mm-hmm. um, I think that both intuition and psychic ability are about having the ability to perceive or, or receive information from beyond the normal physical senses. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people use the terms interchangeably, and I I do to some degree, but I, I thought, well, if I really wanted to be real specific about it. I would probably say that intuition is more about receiving info that seems to come from ourselves and our reaction, someone mm-hmm. or something. And so then mm-hmm. the information would be um, coming from self. And then um, right. whereas I see like psychic info, I believe it's coming from the impressions that we are picking up on the information that we're seeing from the aura of the other uh, in place or thing. Mm
0: -hmm. And so um, Mm -hmm.
2: I think that a lot of times, though, it's hard to to know if it's our intuition tapping in um, or our psychic ability. And really, I don't don't think it matters so much, um, but only uh, where it would matter, I guess, is as a way to discern what your process is and then, um then to key into how to more strongly develop it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, I think all of us have intuitive or psychic abilities to some degree. Um, mm-hmm. And some sources believe that we all had it to a much greater degree in earlier times of human evolution, um, but that we haven't used it as much or as deeply. And so this natural ability <laughs> has become maybe somewhat atrophied. <laughs> um, right, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I also
1: think that a lot of what's happened is there's been a lot of focus put on rational thinking, you know, logic and rational thinking. So it isn't um, as nurtured as that you know the 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 rational mind you know we've got to you know solve a problem it's very interesting um i was helping my granddaughter with her homework and um it was they had a homework on it for math and it was about this is a uh, i am a number between 500 and 550 <laughs> And I have, I, I go by 10s, you can reach me, and I have the same digit all the way along the line. So you, it's like a puzzle that you mm-hmm. have to figure out. But I was, mm-hmm. you know, and so we were, we were taking it apart. But, I mean, she was able to clearly understand once we discussed what the question was, and she would come up with the answer. And I was, wow. I was like, wow. Well, well. And, you know, for me, I was, <laughs> I was still trying to go, okay, I'm the teacher. I have to think logically here. And yet she was the one just going, oh, it's 555, 555. And I'm uh-huh. like, okay. <laughs> you know, so yeah. I think that the problem um, with how we develop in our um, schooling that process, I mean, quite frankly, I've kept a very strong um, involvement with her to, you know, see the 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 more intuitive side, the more open ended mm-hmm. side, and I think that it was a very good learning lesson for me to look at, you know, the the way. <laughs> the mind is of a innocent as opposed to all of us who are running around having already been, you know, worked on and, and done. But intuitive is is what, well, you and I work on. I mean, we, that's what we do. And um, at a certain point, we open that door back up. And, of course, the other part is how do we open that door up? How do you nurture, you know, intuition? How do you nurture that back into you know, a more interactive part of yourself, and of course, there's always the first one that always comes up is meditation. You know, oh, yeah. and I know <laughs> that you know that's very you know again, it's something that we can do, and it works out really nicely. And of course, then there's you know things like um, starting you know a daily a daily practice of some kind of body movement, uh, taking walks in nature. Of course, right now, depending on what kind of climate experience we're having, taking walks in, you know, you'd be <laughs> rowing in California because of all the rain or, you know, with us here in, in the middle of the, the country, it would depend on whether we have ice or we have, you know, snow or we have something. Huh. But I did notice that... And I remember you talking about going to your cabin and, you know, going up into, you know, that part of nature uh, for the time of the years that it's available. I I actually found that what I would do now is I walk outside. Now, I don't know if my neighbors think I'm absolutely kind of wacko, but who knows. Um, And I walk my porch because it's a huge wraparound porch. And then I will... You know, do sways and swinging and, you know, things that are, are fluid to feel the energy of nature as opposed mm-hmm. to just utilizing it as a, I'm walking to my car and there are pretty trees, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and I know journaling is another part, you know, of of that, you know, just because what it is, it's journaling your – just. I don't want to say thoughts, but just journaling the information coming through you without trying to be intellectual about it. Um, And, you know, uh, going over to the psychic abilities is, you know, similar. You know, there's certain things, meditation. They talk about, I thought this was interesting, repetitive movement like dancing but in a repetitive way to to you know swing and sway and move your energy and then be calm and you know either um, do artwork or do you know some kind of creative process so there's a similar process with both can utilize or maybe weave them back and forth what do you have as ideas on that
2: you know that's so funny that you um mentioned that whole swing back and forth cuz as you were talking I'm swinging back and forth <laughs> <laughs> and i, I noticed that some, <laughs> yeah i noticed that sometimes at the beginning of a reading i'll i'll start um kind of like pulsing i don't know what to call it i i kind of end up moving back and forth a little bit um
0: mhm
2: and um yeah i um you know, of course, meditation is number always number one um mm-hmm. and i I always recommend like for anyone that is real new to meditation to just you know try a guided meditation um mm-hmm. that way you can just start getting you know getting filling your mind and and going mm-hmm. somewhere in your um in your conscious outside mm-hmm. of yourself and um,
1: mm-hmm. I
2: believe like for developing my favorite form of meditation is um, what they call like sitting sitting in the power um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, what I like is that it's it's done in silence although sometimes I will like play some light meditative music in the background but you what I like about it is, is that you sit in the power of your own soul or spirit and it kind of charges up your battery Um, Mm -hmm. and it allows you to become more familiar with your own energy and the ability to differentiate the information so that you Mm -hmm. get more of a sense like if this is coming from you or if the information is coming from outside of you. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Yeah, and so it kind of, they call it like building the power. Um, So you're kind of building up your spiritual battery and that kind of helps like with, where I think you get like you start receiving information. It helps you to kind of hold that link to information a little longer and to get it mm-hmm. a little more clearly. And right. so um and then, you know, as you practice that sitting in, in your own power more and more, then you can expand your aura to blend with somebody else's power and really get, mm-hmm. you know
0: mm-hmm. get that
2: information flow well going.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know that's that's a, the the um, that's a that's a good point of reference, and it's it's interesting because you know the things they talk about for um, especially the psychic abilities is working with divination tools, and I mean obviously there are oracle decks, there's tarot decks, there's um, pendulums, there are runes, you know, stone runes, um, and it's it's. You know, I know there's throwing the bones or throwing, you know, different Mm -hmm. kinds of things. And I think that it's like learning how to play, put away the educational side and look at it and see what, you know, tuning into what it talks, what it speaks to you, what you feel out of it, you know, where that energy is. And I think that's another way to, you know, open up, that doorway for the psychic abilities to come in, to be able to, you know, kind of mm. start moving around. And then, you know, it depends on, again, which we'll talk, you know, for the second half, is what are the different um, abilities in the psychic realm of, you know, the your psychic abilities. What Where does it fall? <laughs> I mean, there's a whole, I was saying, there's a whole list. A to Z Mm -hmm. of different (laughs) abilities, and we certainly aren't going to cover all of them, and we'll probably, you know, touch on a few, but it is amazing how much it, you know, it's about that that sense of, you know, like feeling and um, moving with the energy. I know that sometimes it's not necessarily being empathic specifically, but it's being quiet enough to feel the energies or hear the the energies in a way that then you translate into a psychic ability. So I know, mm-hmm. you know, it's... It's a big field, and I, you know, I thought, oh, it's intuition. It's this little thing, and we'll talk about this, and then you talk about the psychic ability, and I got into mm-hmm. looking at it and was like, oh, my gosh, look at how much. So, um, yeah. so we have about three more minutes before our commercial break. So is there anything you want to sort of jump in and throw in on the, the more generalized point of reference that you'd like to, you know, kind of say, Deb?
2: Sure. Well one of the things I'll just uh say before we get to the break is um I think that a huge thing for most of us in developing our abilities, psychic abilities and intuition is facing the obstacles of ego and fear. Because mm-hmm. um, that's those are the two things that can really hold us back. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so, you know, no matter what kind of clear we're tapping into, um should try to just get out of the head space, go into the heart space, and always mm-hmm, strive to mm-hmm. keep our ego in check. And um, and know that when someone comes to us for a reading, it's usually because they help with something. And so a good way is to kind of drop into your heart space because that helps you to stay out of ego. And um, you know, I um, I thought it was interesting that I asked one of my teachers way back is, yeah, my do you think I'm having trouble? with ego and she said debbie if you're asking if you're having trouble with egos <laughs> that that means that you're not because you're you're yeah. you're thinking about it you're attending to it and, and um not mm-hmm. wanting that and so if you're mm-hmm. conscious of it yeah um and so um i uh i know i always start out whatever um before i start you know reading someone i kind of say a little prayer or whatever um Uh, Little cantation or whatever, just to get going Mm -hmm. for the highest good, and um, yeah, and that's you know ego and fear is something that we all have and something that we're all going to struggle with sometimes. Right, right. Well, I think right
1: now (laughs) we need to. That's a good one. That's a really good one to do. And I know we need (laughs) to do our break because I can see um, our point of time. So at this point, we will let our break go by and. Now, Shiva, take us away with our break.
0: Mm -hmm. You're listening to The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron, a radio podcast on the LMC Radio Network. Stay tuned as more magic is coming your way right after these messages. Listening to the LMC Radio Network, broadcasting out of Forestville, California, on the World Wide Web at LuckyMojo.com. The LMC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootwork Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Conjurman Sundays, 3 to 4.30 Mystics, Mages, and Magical Places with Reverend Art and Reverend James Mondays, 4 to 5.30 The Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain In Syndication Tuesdays The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron With Elvira Love and Miss Phoenix Le Fay In Syndication Tuesdays The Now You Know Show with Professor Porterfield in syndication, Wednesdays. And The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Deborah Voith, Thursdays, 4 to 5. All time specific, at 3 hours for Eastern. Sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com.
1: I always love that music. I'm going to say that every time. It, it makes me feel so bouncy. It's like energizing. Um, mm-hmm. At this point, uh, I am going to turn this over to you, Deb, to talk about the different players. And I understand we've kind of mentioned that a couple of times. You have to, and some of the the different uh, aspects of what they are and in, in the psychic uh, abilities area. So.
2: Well, just kind of looking at some of the different uh, types of sensing ability, I always think of these extra abilities kind of coming from one of our 205 senses, but then there's that extension of it. And so clairvoyance is um, vision, and so you're getting your information via images. Clairaudience is hearing, and so you will start to get a lot of your information uh, via hearing words or self-talk, and it's. Um, I think that uh, their audience, some people get confused about that because. Oftentimes it'll be in our own voice, um, and so, I've had students say like, "Oh, that you know that can't possibly be you know spirit talking to me," and it's like, "Yes, <laughs> it it actually is." Um mm-hmm. their is mm-hmm. feelings, um emotions, you know, tapping into that, getting information, you know, uh via just emotional feelings or or kinesthetic feelings. Um mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. you might, you know, start getting like an like a ache or uh some uh warmth or cold or, you know, in different parts of your body and you can start interpreting things that way. Um Right. A lesser degree, there's clairgustance, which is via taste sensation. Um, I've heard some people say that, you know, uh, maybe they get the taste of, you know, fresh baked bread or uh, a metallic taste kind of regarding what they're picking up from right. their client. Mm-hmm. And then there's that uh, Clara Allianz, which is uh, uh, information received via scent smelling. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a real common one is like roses um, and maybe, you know, maybe grandma is kind of in there with you in spirit next to you and then that scent of roses comes up. Mm-hmm. And then there's claircognizance, mm-hmm. which is, um, some people call it which where you just know. Um, and so I think, you know, each of us has a dominant modality but it's interesting to know that there's a larger percentage who are uh, clairvoyant or clairsentient and so mm-hmm. when I saw that I thought that was kind of interesting because I think when I was younger I was very visual I was everything was vision uh, clairvoyant mm-hmm. and um, as I've gotten like in the last number of years as I've gotten older I've really into a lot of clear audience, which I was really surprised. Um, and so, um, mm-hmm. so you know, it just depends. Things, you know, you you might be stronger in one area, um, and then as time goes on or your experiences change, you might end up being stronger in a totally different area, or mm-hmm. a lot of times, it's mm-hmm. a combination.
1: <laughs> right, right, right. Well, I know that you know when you start looking at. Um, you know, what the abilities represent, it was fascinating that, I mean, we know mm, uh, astral projection and, you know, some of the other things that they talk about of, you know, um, going into, you know, the different aspects of mediumship or channeling, Uh, but I, I was fascinated by some of the things like the ability to control flames, fire, or heat using one's mind, which is pyrokinesis and you're like okay some of this Mm -hmm. almost sounds very um because i mean you've got telekinesis and pyrokinesis and you know several different ones where you Mm -hmm. can utilize these energies and yet Mm -hmm. unfortunately and i believe they you know in their reality but what we've done is the 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 theatrics, the, both either as a, an illusion, mm-hmm. like a magician illusion, or the mm-hmm. actual film and, you know, uh, film movies, the, the industry, the, the film industry has taken it into computer graphics, and then you go into um, a lot of the video games. And so what they've done is these things have been taken and brought into that medium and unfortunately I think it is I don't want to say jaded it. It has been a it is it is um made it less real and more of a a theatrical drama. And you know, so when people they hollywooded ask, it. <laughs> yeah. They really did. And, um, you know, I mean, there, and it's not saying that it can't be done. It's just that they are things that in more ancient times, you, you either you were able to have it or you were able to work in, in shifting your energy vibrations to receive that process that you were starting to um, have grow. And move, um, you know. They talk about in the in the Buddhist tradition, and a lot of that is, you know, the the they would levitate, you know, and mm-hmm. that's one of the, the mm-hmm. abilities, the psychic abilities, is levitate. And I can I can understand you're shifting your physical body to be able to do that, but unfortunately, we have jaded ourselves with this other. Aspect so it makes it harder mm. for us to actually i think um, open to those abilities that we actually you know have I know you know um <laughs> I know it's like there are times when I hear something very clearly um mm-hmm. and it's as if someone you know just you know spoke to me and um mm-hmm you know that i have you know at first i you know kind of would always go out of my way to think that i was just you know it was just part of me just thinking out loud but um <laughs> i i sense that what we need to look at here is separating from that hollywood aspect to really get into the feeling of because i think it's a feeling i think it goes into an energy field of what you experience to actually do it. I mean, like psychometry, yeah. you know, whether it's with a photograph or someone's, you know, piece of jewelry or, you know, <laughs> something. It's real and you will feel it because it's, um, I think it's, it It takes you from that aspect that we have been um, pushed on in terms of really abilities that exist and we individually have, you know, in us to be able to open up. So
2: I'm, oh, yeah. I'm but, trying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I mm-hmm. know, I had a lot of thoughts while you were talking and um, I think that, you know, a lot of um, things are so over-exaggerated in, in film and, and stuff like that. However, I I do believe uh, in psychokinesis. And I think that there Mm -hmm. are different things that affect that. Um, And sometimes I think that poltergeist activity is mistaken, is uh, usually a form of some kind of psychokinetic energy that is um, Mm -hmm. uh, blossoming and, and overriding things within the household and stuff like that. And the reason I, mm-hmm. I think that is, okay, I'm going back about, about 2009, I think. And that's when I had my shop and I had um, just, um, it, we really had to do a good cleansing on that place. Anyway, there was like, um, you know, besides seeing shadow people and um, there was a lot of electronic disturbances. And, um mm-hmm. You know, things turning on and off and stuff like that. And I think that that was coming from myself and from another uh, woman that was in there a lot. And mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then, I'll tell you, I had the most bizarre thing happen. During that time, I was really stressed. I was working at my nursing job and working at my shop. And I had no mm-hmm. time to myself. And I was really tired. <laughs> And mm-hmm. and I was working night shifts in my nursing job. And so what, about for a couple of months, every time I drove, every time I was driving to work at night, my headlights on my car would begin flashing off and on for like 10 minutes as I was driving. And I would freak out because I'm thinking, oh, no, the cops are going to stop me. What am I going to tell them? I don't know why they're flashing off and on. You know, and that happened several times and I had my my car checked out and everything and Mm
0: -hmm.
2: we never did determine what it was. But I did a little research on poltergeist activity and what I found was, and I can't remember which author, but they talked about how, like, during adolescence there's that huge change in the person's um, biochemistry. Mm -hmm. But they Mm -hmm. said that they also noticed that it happened in teenagers a lot and it also happened in um menopausal women a lot too. Hello. Because they were going through this huge biochemical change. And when I uh-huh. read that I was like I was like, what the Yeah. I was like it it made sense. But and it and it stopped happening, um it probably happened for about six months or so and and then it it died down and then it never happened again. You know, it wasn't something that was reproducible or Probably, thank goodness. But um, but you mm-hmm. know, that made mm-hmm. me really kind of question, like, wow, there is something to that. I don't really know what all triggers that, but I think it is a thing. Even though in films and stuff like that, it's been way Hollywooded and stuff like that. Right. So, right. Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> well, and you know, we have yeah, that definitely. And as I say, you know, these are things that when you when they're happening you have to step aside I think to be able to catch what it is because we've been conditioned to in to see that and enjoy it and you know uh it gets into that so our mind automatically goes, Well this is just, you know, this weird little thing over here that's, you know, whatever and yet there is a reality because of what you as you said. You know, the the um, biochemical process is changing the electromagnetic process. And mm-hmm. so these things are happening, you know. And, um, you know, just like we get a, you know, we get a feeling, um, we get a... a- mm-hmm. You know, how many people you've heard say they had a precognition to not go on the airplane because it was, you know, whatever or that kind of a thing. And, you know, then something happens. Um, mm-hmm. So there are those things that people actually, you know, there's something there and they listen. They aren't going to mm-hmm. necessarily cultivate that, but it does mm-hmm. happen. So, you know, um Usually, and it's funny because I've started over the years, you know, when I was trying to get one place to another and, you know, there was all this, you know, traffic or I I had to go to a different route (laughs) and make some kind of change. Part of me was frustrated, like, i got to get there. And the other part of me started to go, wait a minute, you're being slowed because something would be happening if you were yeah. going the way you were going, and I began mm-hmm. to take more, um, take it more seriously to to look at it in that form, rather than try to push through and make it a logical reason that you know, well, I'm late and I got to push through this and do this, um, and that's another part of you know that intuition is listening to these things
0: so okay. that
1: that. Particular type of ability is able to step into place. And, you know, um my deceased husband used to make this statement because I usually was the driver, which is kind of one of those unusual things with guys who didn't want to drive. He said, Oh, you drive. You're doing a better job. And I'm like, Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes we would wind up going the circuitous route, whatever the reason was. He says, Well, you know, what we're doing is we're taking the light energy and we're moving it through this area. It has to move. It has to go that route. We have to bring the light through. And, you know, I was always looking at him like, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. That's, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but in a way over the years I've begun to realize something as simple as that is following the the intuition, but also realizing like we talked about last week, the Reiki energy, energy healing, energy work, that's what we're doing. It doesn't always have to have a specific name or a specific definition, but we are doing that. so you know i I can't find an answer to say, what does that mean in a in a in a defini- definition way of calling this a psychic ability? It's just following. <laughs> that form of the energy and you know who knows where it can you know eventually lead but you know we have definitions of things so um, and that helps because you know we we're human we like to know something has a has a definition <laughs>
2: about what it means <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. so
2: absolutely but I think well, what, um, this hmm? what, what do you feel is like your dominant claire um or maybe you, you have a mix well
1: i well i know Claire's sentient um you know i i hear i hear a lot of whatever it's 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 never as defined as i can hear a sentence but i have that ability to hear you know the the, the way i i can somebody's asking me a question. Um, I may use the tarot cards as a a way to start the the connection, but then mm-hmm. I can actually start getting that information um, A lot of what I also have is you know um, more of a i have I feel things um, mm-hmm. I feel the energy of Things, whether and I don't necessarily I mean sometimes I'm empathic enough to feel people but I think it's been translated into feeling the vibration of energy and and working with navigating whatever is going on so yeah, um, yeah, yeah those be my yeah. Two higher
2: one yeah and I've always I've always heard that um, with um, psychic, you know, information that you're getting is to, to give what you get. Like, don't, don't interpret it or embellish it or mm-hmm. uh, try to change it into what um, what you think it should be. <laughs> you know, just right. uh, just to go ahead and, and give what you get, even if it's not making sense, because lots of times it'll make sense to the other person.
1: Exactly. Now, I had a
2: exactly. kind of an interesting thing happen. Now, I don't know if you... Um, if you um, use symbols or things um, or like a psychic shorthand so much, but um, I think that each psychic kind of has their own language of inner meaning connected to what they see, hear, or sense, but um, Mm -hmm. kind of like their own little shorthand. But I'll tell you, I've I've got a little bit of that, and I do that more with um, kind of in a way with – especially, like, remote viewing sort of things where I'll see, if I'm trying to determine what a person looks like, I'll have, like, um, the face or, or the body of someone mm-hmm. who's, like, a a well-known person, and I'll know mm-hmm. that that's shorthand for that's what that person looks like or else that's, you know, they have some kind of general tendencies like that person or or something, mm-hmm. you know, depending on... What it is, or what the question was, and stuff like that. Right. Um, right. But, but you know, and I got to tell you something interesting that happened to that I learned about myself a couple of years ago is that um, I was thinking because so many psychics work with symbols where they have like this whole, you know, the, an apple means this and this means that, or you no. Know, and I felt kind of bad because I thought, well, I don't really have that so much. I have a few things, but not,
0: you know. Mm-hmm. And so
2: um, I was. Um, I was um, with this teacher who was trying to get me to develop this uh, inner symbol language. And I was trying and I was trying and I was trying. And (laughs) after a couple of weeks, I was like, no, this is ridiculous because I'm already getting information um, without using the symbols. Why am I trying to make myself use symbols so much? Mm -hmm. And so I guess my takeaway from that is that we all have like different ways of having information come to us and different ways of, um, um, you know, determining what that what that is or what it means. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. and so, you know, I just want to say for anybody out there, I think, you know, symbols are wonderful. And if, if that's what works for you, that's great. Um, and if that's not what works for you, if you get more like words or different things like that, that's great too because we're all very different. And what, we'll, have a very highly individual way of um, Mm -hmm. psychically picking up on. (laughs) Right,
1: right. Well, I know we're coming close to our our time here, and um, I'm going to really quickly for, you know, the idea of, you know, helping your intuition, helping, you know, work with even your psychic abilities, one of the things that I have found is doing a nightly mandala, and I mean a little one. So I got a journal book that has no lines, and I take a glass and I draw a circle around it, and I do about eight of them, so two a page. And then I, you know, I each night I use crayons because, I mean, I can get into all of the, you know, pastels and stuff, but it does tend to get kind of messy, and I'm usually kind of like going, this is before I go to bed. And I have done it on and off for several years, and, Um, I actually just started it up again, and I had the most peaceful sleep, and I know I went deep into some really intense things because when I came out in the morning, it was almost like I had found um, not only peace in my emotions and my mind and my spirit, but I had direction, and I didn't need to have an intellectual statement of this is what I'm going to do, but I had a feel of where I needed to go. So I mm-hmm. think that's um, one of the things, and I know I want to turn this over to you because I know you have a couple of things, and then we have to do our closing. So <laughs> go for yeah, it, Deb.
2: Yeah. Oh, no, I love that. Um, I think that, you know, you those mandalas probably, I think it's a. it sounds like a really kind of a creative, neat way to occupy your conscious mind mm-hmm. so that your subconscious can... Um, Emerge more. Um, right. And so, yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, so I think, like, for developing, um, I think it's really good to challenge yourself, you know, find other people that you can develop with because it's really hard to develop um, in isolation. So if, mm-hmm. if you can find others who want to develop and create a practice where you can um, practice with each other and give each other helpful feedback, that makes that makes a huge difference. Um, And Mm -hmm. just, you know, surrounding Mm -hmm. yourself with supportive and like-minded people. But just for like a couple of different exercises that you can do is, um, I'm just going to run through a couple of them quick because I've got a little bit of time left. So one of them is, um, um, is the name exercise. So you would have a partner tell you the first name of someone that they know quite well. And then you write down the name. On a piece of paper, close your eyes and ask the universe to give you a clear, accurate description of the person. And then just write down um, any thoughts or image or feelings that come to play and don't censor or filter anything. Um, And then at the same time that you're doing that, your partner should be writing down some pertinent characteristics about the person. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, don't worry about being right or wrong. Just, you know, go with the things that first come to you. And then after you're done, two of you compare notes. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's kind of a neat one. Then there's um, one mm-hmm. <laughs> that's called, there's you can do things with that, like that with photographs. But there's one that's called the billet exercise, <laughs> which is kind of old-timey. But a long time ago, there was a late-night Talk show host named Johnny Carson. And he used to do a character called named um, Karnak the Magnificent, and he would pretend oh, to be yeah. a fortune teller and, and hold a paper up to his forehead or third eye with a hidden question written on it, and then he would tell the viewers to answer. And um, so those pieces of paper, you know, with the uh, questions on it are called billets, and. I'll, Going back away some spiritualist churches would hold sessions where they had billet readers, and people would go in and pay a small fee, and then they would write their question on a piece of paper, and you were supposed to ask one of your deceased relatives or spirit guide a question about your life, and when you did this, would sign it in a loving way, just like a little tiny letter, you know, like you might something mm-hmm. like Dear Grandma, I'm thinking of moving to another state. Do you think this would be a good move? Or thank you, and then love, Jane. Um, so then mm-hmm. you would fold up the paper in the envelope, give it to the billet person, and but in this exercise, it's just the two of you, and so you could do something like that, you give it to the um your partner uh you mm-hmm. know they can hold it up to their third eye if they want to, or they don't have to, you know, but then you know they would just start um either talking or writing down um what they were getting from that. And then just, you know, mm-hmm. um, then you would exchange and then you would give the other person feedback on how they did. And so mm-hmm. um, so that's another exercise that can be kind of fun and, and interesting. And, um, yeah. and um, oh. yeah, so I love doing things yeah. like that. And if you can find a partner to do stuff like that with, that makes a huge difference because, you know, I think that we need other people to actually, you know, develop, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, just mm-hmm. that practice, practice, practice makes a huge difference. Oh,
1: definitely, definitely. Well, I know yeah. that we've got like a three-minute warning kind of a thing or two-minute warning. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, just to let everyone know, next week, um the topic and the, the discussion we'll be working uh, on is going to be working with Crystals for Healing and Divination, and, again, that will be our last one for inner transformation till we get to the next month. And then, of course, we start all over again. So um, I think that this is a very wide topic that we had, and we did a really, I think, a great job
0: being able to <laughs>
1: get through all of it, and, um, you know, as far as, You know, I really agree. One of the things they talk about is getting a mentor for helping or, like you said, a group um, or somebody, you know, somebody Mm -hmm. outside of just yourself. So um, it is important. So I think that's all I have to say. Do you have anything else you want to say before we sign off? we got literally a minute.
2: Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. I think, you know, just... um, being with somebody that you can trust and being able to um, do, you know, psychic exercises and trade back with each other uh, and give each other support. Um, and also keeping a psychic journal is a wonderful way to see patterns within yourself and also chart your own progress. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's a wonderful thing to do. And the cool thing is you can look back on it and see, you know, anytime you're letting self-doubt creep in. You might look back and say, like, wow, you know, um, gee, I had a lot of good hits on this, you know, and yeah. it's just a neat thing to, to yeah, to, to have going on. So. Well,
1: <laughs> at that, I am going to say have a wonderful next <laughs> week, and we, I will see you. We will see you on the radio. Take care, and it's your, your sign-off now,
2: <laughs> Deb. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, everyone which on which well and which wisely Till next time
0: thank you for listening to the Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron A radio broadcast on the LMC Radio Network Our podcast airs live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time 6 p.m. Central And is available for download Questions or comments on this show Or ideas for upcoming shows Can be sent to our website at at WitchPriestessAndCauldron.com That's WitchPriestessAndCauldron.com Until next time, merry meet, merry part, and merry meet again. Blessed be.